I don't like that All right. Well, I'm supposed to have more energy on the intro. <laughs> uh, Phil said that I sounded like a corpse, so uh, I hope this is you know, good enough for you, King. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, I was just trying to give you some, uh, what is it called? Critique? Criticism? Yeah. What, is it, what did they call it in uh, school? Tough, tough love? Tough love. Uh, yeah. I'll remember. Constructive well, criticism. There you go. Okay. Constructive, Constructive criticism. Well, I'm here for you, buddy. Point taken. So welcome to the Ultimate Fantasy Locker Room. Uh, we meet here every week, and we are uh, gaining subscribers. It's uh, kind of gotten a little bit out of hand lately. That's a, that, and, I think uh, that's a good problem to have. It is, and and we appreciate anybody, uh, real or imagined, that um, has subscribed to us because uh, we'll take any any takers here. I mean, Thank it was you. it was bound to happen. It was I mean, bound to happen. Yeah, a couple of funny, good-looking guys. Yes, and Phil. You yes. know, it's yes. bound yes. to happen. I the I chemistry. think I think we're freaking hilarious. So do I. I mean, seriously. So we're okay. I did get some uh, complaints about our staff draft. I bet you did. Uh, yeah, I did. Well, I got, got one really positive. Somebody was super happy. Any mm-hmm. guesses as to who that was? Super happy. Uh, Antone. Yeah, Antone right away watched it, texted me, said, first round. And I said, yeah, not even a choice. He Antone. needs that validation. Yeah, yeah. But I gave it to him yesterday. Stroked his ego a little bit, but uh, absolutely. <laughs> Then I got a c- couple other texts. I can't imagine who would have been pissed off at that. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. I thought that went <laughs> swimmingly. Yeah. yeah, who do you think would have been pissed off first? Sean. No, Sean, uh, strangely, uh, was not first. You didn't care? Yeah, it was uh, Zeppelin. Oh, yeah, uh, of course. Uh, well, he, he thinks he should be running the show. He thought he, he should. He would kick us all off. Yeah, he made an argument for first pick. Which I said was ridiculous. He's crazy. <laughs> then he said he should have been at least top three. Uh, and I said, I think four of five is respectable. He was fifth, right? No, he was sixth. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Well, no, uh, I mean. Yeah, they were both top ten is what is He what was I behind him. everybody was. He was behind, you know, Mark, who was on the show. Yes. Two family members. Yes. I'd say the one guy I might make an argument that he could have slotted in for was Larry, Larry King. Yeah. yeah. But which how? I think was Larry, Larry was instrumental. He's a he's a cornerstone in this industry. That's fair. No, I don't know about this show. If if you guys haven't watched, it's one of the funnier shows. Uh, mm-hmm. I would go back and watch our staff draft. Uh and we won't ruin the surprise, but the other pissed person was uh finished in last place. Oh, he did say something. Yeah. Okay. Well he hasn't he's playing cool. You know, yeah. but he he read the message and hasn't responded yet. You know, <laughs> the last pa- so Sean. Yeah, he just said not to spoil it. He's busy shuffling his papers on you the ground. You don't listen good over there, huh? No, no, I thought he said Sean wasn't that pissed. Well, uh, Sean he wasn't, wasn't as pissed. pissed as Jared King. Oh, yeah, but it's, it's a you know, it's a he's waiting guy. to he's waiting to retort. Yeah, he's. Uh, we should have him on the show and give him a chance to do so. Yeah, well, we'd have to get him on the show. So that's Jesus. That's going to be pretty tough. All right, so let's yep. talk about uh, some yeah. football. Huh? Yeah, what are we going to talk about today? 
I don't know. I think we're calling it uh, Next Man Up, right? Next Man Up. Yeah. Next Man Up. We're going to cover the it's a good episode. Because I think it sounds it's a good name, too. I like that. I think we're going to... NFC East, and I, I think, you know, if you've been playing fantasy for any number of years, you have a good idea of who the top dogs on each of these teams are. So what we're going to be doing is basically talking about those guys that are kind of on the bubble, on the fringe of uh, not being fantasy relevant, but just being in that top tier, guys, that you're taking with confidence no matter what. Well, and here's the deal, too. If we have to tell you who to take 1-1, you're an idiot, and we can't help you. you. Yeah. I mean, like... We can say that now because we have more subscribers. Yeah, we, yeah, we can. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, listen, there's a small select group that you're going to look at for first pick, first round. E- even really the top 10, 15 players, yeah, we're going to disagree a little bit, but they're all in the same category. Yeah. Where you're going to win your league is the deeper you go, taking the chances with the most upside, taking the receiver that's your second receiver that breaks out, and that's what we're going to kind of really deal with a lot today. Yeah. So... You know, we're going we're gonna to mention the slam dunks, but then we're going to tell you who that next guy up in that offense is that you yeah. might want to target. Yeah, and we're going to probably disagree because we disagree a lot on a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. Right? this mean, is true. Yeah. All right, so let's get started. We're going to start with the Cowgirls. Well, well, should we say, too, this is a series, so we're going to do... Yes, we yeah, should say So that. we're going to do every division. Uh, to, uh, today it's NFC East, next week AFC East, and then so on and so on. Well, I think we're actually going to do... The AFC East this week as well. They're going to do every week. We're going to do East, and one week we'll do the West, and then another week we'll do the North. So we're doing two per show. Well, no, two no. episodes. Two episodes per week, Rock. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Yes, that's a very big thing to tell them. Okay, yeah. so starting this week, we're going to be dropping a <laughs> it's second. your idea. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for reminding me to of be, what I came up with. To be fair, uh-huh. to be fair, I've been drinking. Okay. So you know what you have at a Guinness. Oh, Remember? nice. Yeah. So you're like hammered. Yeah, I was hammered. Yeah. All, right. All right. So good point. So let's cowgirls. talk about the Cowgirls. All Sean, right. Sean's favorite team. goes without saying that the Cowgirls suck. And, I mean, we have our Zeke Elliott, Dak Prescott, yada, yada. So I think where it really gets interesting, and we were all talking about it earlier, is uh, you do have a, a, a third guy there that's pretty clear cut. I just think the opinion is kind of split, I think, amongst fantasy fa- players and probably amongst this table, uh, between Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb. I think yeah. amongst uh, Dak Prescott and uh, whoever's calling the shots on that offense, too. I mean, it, it's two guys that you could – I mean, you're going to get the ball on either one of their hands. Yeah. yeah. Our job is to tell you who we think they're going to get the ball to a little bit more often. Okay, so who do we think? Yeah, that's what I was asking you. <laughs> so, personally – I you know if if the reports are true that Cooper is still hobbled by this this foot, you know, and you watch Lamb's workout videos. I mean, this guy is impressive. Uh, paired with what he did last season as a rookie, without his main quarterback, I, I I'm starting to lean towards Lamb. I know I know the safe bet could be to fall back on Cooper because there's a larger sample size, but I mean, I really love Lamb's upside. I think. I think if Dak comes back healthy, if Dak is a little bit mobile, I think Lamb has a better chance of working himself open. And I think that will probably warrant him a few more targets than Amari Cooper this year. I like CeeDee Lamb. Okay. All right. How about you? 
Yeah, so if I if I'm building a, a year to year league, I'd probably still go Cooper. Um, I still trust him a little bit more. I still think he's going to get a higher target share. Although I do think Lamb's ceiling is higher, and he's a more explosive explosive player, especially at this time in uh, Cooper's career. If I'm, I tend to play the game like that. I want to be a little bit more safe. I'll, I'll take Cooper and kind of the reliability of uh, what he's done the past five six years. Yeah. Okay, and and you know I I think that the thought process is that Lamb more upside, younger, uh, more explosive. The stats seem to not really bear that out, though. Like the average yards per catch, 12.1 for Cooper, 12.6 for Lamb. You coming at me right right now, bro? No, no, no. (laughs) I'm not. I think I would agree with you, actually, and I would disagree with Mark in that I think Cooper's just a safer bet this year. I think, you know, like I said, I think he could be a safer bet, but, I mean, you got to remember that was Lamb's rookie year, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But – Similar production, even in a rookie year, there's no reason you you can't go with Lamb. I just like the body of work of Cooper, and I don't think Cooper's not old. He's still a a young receiver, 26, 27. I think we're saying the same thing, too. I think basically it's – I think you could take Lamb, but if I – when I play fantasy, most of the time I'm trying to play – you know, I think you win in fantasy by playing odds. I think the odds are that Cooper is going to be better. But Lamb is probably close, yeah. and I think if you take Lamb, you probably get him at a better spot. You would know better doing all these drafts. I think you probably get better value for him if he emerges as that wide receiver one. And then you probably, you know, you're on your way to get into the playoffs and maybe helping you win a championship. Is, is Lamb going before Cooper? Uh, in most drafts you've done, you've done a hundred now. I'm up to a hundred. Uh, he Sad and pathetic. But. <laughs> he is. Uh, He's starting to climb the board. I think we touched on it last week a little bit. Um, I, I am starting to see Lamb go ahead of Cooper in some of these drafts. You know, it's preference. And this just proves to the viewers that, uh, you know, flip a coin. Uh, I mean, you're yeah. not going to go wrong with either. Well, and, and, then, that's, and that's it. Because I think in a lot of wide receiver. Uh, wide receiver. Wide receiver. Wide receiver. Is that Ohio <laughs> coming? <laughs> I don't know. It's tiredness. But, you know, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, there's a clear winner, clear loser. Yeah. This one, I, I wouldn't argue with you no matter who you chose. Yeah, I right. think a Cooper may have more receptions, but I think Lamb may have more touchdowns. Yeah. Or more, or as more yardage, or so, yeah. you know. And I want to point out one other thing too. And it kind of depends on the league, right? That you're that you're drafting them in. So if you're going dynasty, you're probably going lame. You're going the younger guy, right? Yeah. But if you're doing a redraft league, depending on whether or not it's, um, you know, you're controlling the lineup if it's managed or if it's best ball, and depending on what your other wide receivers look like, right? Yeah. So if you have best ball, if Cooper is going to be one of your main you know, first two wide receivers, you probably are a little bit safer going Cooper than Lamb. But if you've already got a stable wide receivers and now you can back it up with Lamb, who could be explosive, like we've talked about in the past, you know, that's worth a roll of the dice to me. I he's agree. my my fourth receiver. All okay. right, so then we'll move on. The other two guys we want to talk about are Blake Jarwin and Dalton Schultz. Yeah, and and this one I think it's a really interesting competition because you know I was doing a little bit of research. Schultz had a lot better year than I thought. Yeah, me at sixty three receptions, six hundred yards. Almost a 10-yard average, four touchdowns. He's not Kelsey, mm-hmm. but that's pretty good return for a receiver you probably didn't draft and picked up off the waiver wire. Yeah. 
So Jarwin was everybody's hot pick the year before. So what do you guys think? I think that if it I'm I'm not really targeting either one of these guys until I have to. And it's kind of because of that uncertainty. Uh, you seen what Chelsea did last year. Jarwin had the job. Does he get the number one role back? Right. Did, yeah. they, did they take, did they kind of rub off on each, take away from each other where neither one of them is really. <laughs> kind of like how you guys rub off on one another. Yeah. So they rub off we on always each other. Ru- I mean, listen, when you're around the guy enough. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, they might just wind up hurting each other. And I don't know. It's just something It's a little too messy for me, especially none of these guys have ever been like a top five tight end where right. it's worth taking the risk like it would be like with a Kittle. You know, not really knowing what's going to happen. I would still take him high. These guys, yeah, I mean, I guess if I had to take one, I would still side with Jarwin just because he had won the job. Yeah. yeah. Um, and go with that. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm in your boat, too. I mean, aside from not really caring between those two because I'm not targeting them um, at all, I think you go with the guy who – and Jarwin was – he was a, a hot sleeper pick prior to getting injured. You know, yeah. a lot of people thought that he was going to have a, a big year. Yeah, he's um, a more explosive tight end. He's yeah. a little bit faster, a little bit, uh, I think, bigger, a little bit. You know, but, I just and we overall. like explosive. Yeah, we like bigger. <laughs> Some of us do. Um, we don't. You know, I, also does does Dak throw to his tight ends enough? I mean, I'm not sure. And it's going to be a different system this year than it was with Andy Dalton. Yeah. You know, maybe he doesn't go to the tight ends as often. What are we I mean, saying? Like a coin flip on these guys, you think? This is another coin flip, yeah. I mean, this is... I would go Jarwin. So we're giving you no definitive answers. <laughs> well, no, I'm I definitively go, going Lamb. I would yeah. go Jarwin Yeah. Uh, before I would go... Jarwin. So we all... So we agree Jarwin. Oh, uh, yeah. It's still... Jarwin. We're just hedging our bets. All right. Okay, so take us into the Philadelphia... Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles. Somebody, somebody's got to be right on the show, yeah, right? Somebody, we have to yeah. make sure that... Uh, so the Eagles, I think, you know... How do you feel about the Eagles as a team? I just hate them. Yeah. I don't even I have words. The fan, it's just oh, you sound. know what? The fan base, I hate them for the most part. Tra- uh, I mean, classless people. We've right? gotten some love from the Philly fan base. He's okay, though. but I mean, yeah. he is what he is. He has to be with his family. I've got some stories trashy. going to Philly games. Like, it's, yeah, but, it's ridiculous. But, but in those stories, how many beers in are you before the trouble starts? Because no, my expectation yeah, listen, is we, we know Mark could put him down. You had he six could pick Fosters, him up and he could put him down. Six <laughs> Fosters walking into the game. Yeah, we're and talking. Then you went to Natty Light. He's carrying barrels of Fosters like we're, his Donkey Kong. We're talking going straight into a game, not even pregame, and and it's the wife and I. She's yeah. wearing her Eagles, her Eagles jersey. I'm oh, wearing so my. She's, she's an Eagles fan. Yeah. Well, well I'm sorry no, I, about. I'm sorry about this, Tara. I've con- wow. I've converted her, actually. She, she's now a Bears fan since wow. she married. That's not any better. Let me start by saying that. So, it's <laughs> like, it's a little so bit better. It's like you're jumping up to reach bottom. It, it, it's not, <laughs> it's not fair. A, not a positive. And the fact that she changed, you know, yeah, it's... Shows it shows that she never really was a Philly uh, a Eagles fan. Weak no, she was. She's from New Jersey. It's called compromise. Yeah, it's what you have to do. Well, those are with the compromise. You wouldn't compromise yeah, that. You? Well, no, because I'm the football fan. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. It's a little less. I mean, I watched you know. the Notebook and shit, and like <laughs> the Bachelorette. Like I, I compromised. I just want to say something. <laughs> I think Mark's a little bit of a turncoat, anyways. Like you grew up. With the Giants, you yeah. like the. I'm a Browns fan, good or bad. Oh, yeah, Browns the fan. we don't have any Bears fan. We don't have anything in South Jersey. 
That's not you have Philly. the Eagles. No, bullshit, man. Then people, you just said what a classless fan base. Now imagine them coming to your shore every summer. I understand. Destroying your beaches. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Making, the Giants. Making but your you're commute? in New Jersey. The making, Giants are in New Jersey. Hang on. Making your commute two hours Listen. long to a beach that's 10 minutes away. You jumped then, all the way to Illinois, guy. Yeah. You did. <laughs> let's let's you pump did. the brakes. Yeah, you should have jumped to like but, a California team. No, dude. Sir Walter Payton. I already told you the this The fact story. that he said he's in New South Jersey they don't have anybody... The Giants are in New Jersey. They call themselves New York. That's fair. So they've, already, the they've already got themselves Chicago. They've That's already fair. got an identity. They're crisis. in Chicago. I don't like that. That's fair. So even, anyway, even the Giants know how terrible Jersey is. Let me get back to this New York. I'm let, me, just let me get back to this beautiful okay. story to paint the picture of how good the Eagles uh, fans geez. are. So it's a Monday night football game. Uh, Bears, quick, Bears, Eagles. The wife's wearing an Eagles jersey. The man, the man, the legend is wearing his Walter Payton jersey. Who are right? you talking yourself? Yeah. Oh, my God. So we go into this game. Jeez. No beers, no drinks as of yet, right? <laughs> I, that's a lie. First lie. <laughs> <laughs> I was. <laughs> the fact that you said that makes. Awkward. Now, I'm there. I'm not there with a bunch of my boys talking shit. It's me and my wife watching a game, right? We're up in the nosebleeds because we scored these tickets pretty last minute, right? I was called. A sea sucker so many times that night, you would have thought that there was... So they knew you. <laughs> you would have thought that there was video evidence somewhere online Might that be. it was the truth. Like, no joke. We, we started counting. That was like the word du jour of the night. Yeah. It was like 70 sometimes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. So, Good point. So, so let's so talk great, about great Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Obviously, the guy I think we're all super confident in is... Miles Sanders, right? And I think from there on out, I mean, I guess we could throw in the tight end there, uh, but yeah, it's yeah. really a it's it's a mess in Philly. I'm actually yeah. I'm a little bit higher on Goddard at the tight end position than I am right. Sanders at the running back position, only because oh, I don't I'm not sure what we're going to get. He well, seems I to think be, you're just dumb for that opinion. But well, no, I mean he's Glass Sanders, man. He's he's oh, come on, he's injury prone. Did the, didn't this guy just miss time last year? Who? Goddard? Yeah. Goddard missed, missed a little the, bit of time. Yeah, yeah. That was his, what are we talking about? That was the first time that he missed time, though. Yeah. Sanders missed it every year, just about. Yeah. I, I actually I still take the injured Sanders over. I don't think Sanders is a slam dunk. Oh, I, I do think Goddard is a top six tight end. I have been on the board. What I will say is I've been getting Miles Sanders as my RB3, and that I do love. I'm not taking him as my RB1, but if I get Miles Sanders as my RB3, I'll take it all day long. Okay. I take him as RB2, but yeah. So the players, though, that we're going to talk about is this wide receiver core, and who are we thinking? And, I mean, True. there's a lot out there, but really the two are, are, are you going Razor? Rager. Rager, or are we going to take a pick with Devontae? He's Smith? done some Ragers, though. Yeah, we all have. For sure. Oh, shit. That's <laughs> that Coke, that Coca-Cola. All right, so what do you guys think? Are, are you guys going Razor? Rager. It's Ray, Ray, It's Ragers Rager. with an S. Rager. Jalen Ragers. Jalen. Jalen Sragers. Oh, here's the wife calling. Sorry, guys. Sebastian. No, okay. Are we going uh, Jalen or are we going to go Devante? I am going. I'm going Devante. Okay. I just I like how dynamic he was in college. I want to see if that transitions. He's got a smaller frame, but I think he's explosive. That's what he likes. I think if uh, hell yeah, dude, smaller frame, explosive. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? You like him? You like him? I like him thick, big. Thick. Um, <laughs> I go Smith too, man. Just, listen, we seen Rager last John year, Samos. and it's like what? Did we just become best friends? Yep. Maybe, maybe. Well, we maybe. did, and it's a thruple. Thruple, best friend. That's not a thing. 
thruple because I'm going Smith too. Are you sure yeah. it's not a coupling? <laughs> it's, a, <laughs> it's, it's a thruppling. We've seen Rager on the field. Yeah. It's unproven. Could he be great this year? He could be. But if I had to place a bet, I'm going to go with the Heisman Trophy. Is he Heisman? Did he win the Yeah, he won the Heisman, Heisman Trophy winner. I don't watch a lot of college. What, what about Arthego Whiteside? Is he still there? He is. He is there. But, uh, he's got to show me yeah, something. Yeah, he's there. He's in the... <laughs> He's in the conversation next year if he looks like a wide receiver this year. Yeah, that's fair. Listen to this. Devontae Smith, 117 receptions, 1,856 receiving yards, Yeah, 15.9 yards per catch, 23 touchdowns. He ran 23 times and scored another touchdown Yeah, against the best. The SEC, they've got defenses. It's NFL light. Yeah, and it's unreal. Like, I don't even know why we're discussing this. This, to me, is Because we have show. a show. Yeah. Well, okay. yeah. All right. That's so That's why. And we have more viewers, Rocky. That's why we're doing it. Yeah. We do have more viewers. Yeah. All right, so Thank let's you. move on to the Washington football team. Football team. I was yeah. going to say it. What are they going to be? Uh, are they going to name themselves? Soon, right? Isn't Snyder stepping down? I think he just gave up uh, majority no. ownership. No. Really? Yeah. No. To his daughter. Oh, well, oh, so not really. Yeah, so not really. Yeah, okay. Is his daughter attractive? I don't know, Rocky. Um, man, I don't think it matters. I'm just I curious. think it does matter to you a little bit. Well, because he's not attractive, and I'm just wondering. Strange. Yeah. That was a, strange things. That's an awkward comment. All right. So, so <laughs> Washington. <laughs> yeah. We, we have a, so Washington, I think we could breeze through here. What do we have with Washington? We know we have your boy, Scary Terry, right? Yeah, we know we got Gibson. We know we got Gibson. Right. Uh, we'll throw in a little complimentary J.D. McKissick, who's a guy that's not going to factor into one of the top guys here, but he could be a real valuable guy in your flex position uh, throughout the year. You can get those receptions. But the guys we're going to talk about are Curtis Samuel, their uh, rookie, Dwame Brown, and Mr. Logan it's Thomas. Dwame. Dwame? Dwame? Dwame. Look at you correcting me on a name. Dwame. Jesus. Dude, it's Deami Browns. Maybe he did step down. <laughs> it might be snowing outside. Deami Browns. So listen, <laughs> me personally. Well, and we got Logan. Ta- or Logan. I mentioned Logan. Okay. So after those two guys, <clears throat> I kind of know what you think already, Rocky, but. I wasn't paying attention what two guys, Gibson and um, no. Clarm. Yeah, Gibson <laughs> and Scary Terry. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is tough. It, this is tough. Well, there's one definitive one I cut out. Cut out? Yeah. The rookie. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't like, you don't believe in him. I don't know much about him. But it's the same thing. With, I mean, we made this argument against Lamb, and we have much more of a body, work, body of work for him. Okay. So I you're going to Samuel. trust Samuels. Yeah. 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 So it's really Samuel I mean, I don't, Thomas. I don't think you target Curtis Samuel. I don't think you go out and bring him in, give him a pretty hefty paycheck to not get the ball in his hands. I think they know what they're getting there in yeah. a playmaker. Well, they definitely do. I mean, they... This guy, Ron Rivera, drafted him. Yeah. Okay. Um, That's fair. Yeah. I still think I go Logan Thomas, though. I, I think I do, too. I think he's going to get, um, aside from Scary Terry, I think he'll get the, the second uh, the second helping of uh, targets there. Mm-hmm. And I'm a believer in Logan Thomas. There's some skepticism online regarding, you know, circling around Logan Thomas. Yeah. Can he keep producing like this? Was this... You know, were these true numbers? When you say online, this, are you talking about RT Sports or like online? No, no, no. Uh, like different chat community, like different okay. fantasy football. Yeah, not, mostly, not just, I mean, he's big in the chats. Well, mostly RT Sports, they have only one topic they talk about. That's penises. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, I wouldn't know. In that text thread, it's a nonstop, you know. 
Around, I mean, <laughs> let's be let's pull the curtain back a little bit. Well, no, a I, lot of the a lot of those guys aren't actually from RT Sports. Mark oh, is really? for sure a guy some that the, surfs the. So RT Sports is truly a legitimate, great organization. Yeah, yeah. They can't control who joins Not some of their leagues. This is true. Like Mark, Mark's yeah. one of them. So well, Mark, a, you found out about Mark is surfing the AOL chat room still. I they, think right. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> these guys love my banter on here. P.S. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I <laughs> echo chamber. I, I like. <laughs> I think you have to go Samuels. Yeah. First, ahead of Logan. Well, here's why. Logan had 120 plus targets last year, uh-huh. but it was built around an offense that was had a quarterback that didn't didn't want to break his leg again. Shit quarterback. Let's just yeah. say shit so quarterback. It went, well, I don't know about that, but he threw a lot to JD and he threw a lot to Logan to get it out of his hands so he didn't get hurt. I think Logan is going to have a great year for a tight end, but I think his target share is going to come back down to about 90 because I think Curtis Samuel is the real deal. And Deami Brown, 55 receptions, 1,100 yards, 20 yard per a- uh, yards per average, eight touchdowns, in eight games, the guy's not play, a scrub. Did he play in the SEC? He played in the, uh, the ACC. ACC. Yeah, it's a little bit different, yeah. but the guy is—he's a, a burner with good hands. But, but you're still, putting your money on him over Samuel. No, I think and that's what we're talking about. I think Samuels. I would go if you need a tight end. Go Thomas. Your should feel secure. You've got a top seven or eight. Oh, who's that? How embarrassing. Um. Uh, <laughs> How embarrassing. Let's, he has trouble with the sound. Cut that out. <laughs> cut what out? Uh, anyways, I would go Samuels, Diami, unless you need a tight end. Then I think Thomas is going to be a top eight tight end. See, I'm not buying those stats, though, with Diami Brown. No, playing in the ACC is like playing flag football compared to what some of these guys are doing in the, in the SEC. You know, put him in the SEC and let's see how he does. You know, I mean, he had like offers that. from every major college and stayed home. Is he explosive? I mean, it looks like he is probably on tape. Thing. But <laughs> all about that explosion. <laughs> yeah, you gotta be, dude. <laughs> all right. So anyway, we're I mean, on to the the class of this division. I'm buying my own soundboard, and that is the New York Football Giants. Um, go ahead. Let me hear it. I didn't know what to Just let it out, let it fly. Gonna, like, I almost screwed up and said America's team. And then I was like, It wow. should be, for Christ's sake. But, I mean, <laughs> we I don't have to argue about the Giants. Listen, we all, uh, Browns, Bears, Giants, okay? When, when you're nicknamed for your team, you have to clarify the fact that they play football. It bodes pretty, pretty poorly for your team. The New York football Giants. I, I want to clarify for everybody that the New York Giants play football. Do I That's need to give terrible. you a history lesson, or are you just making a stupid joke? That is terrible. Okay. So anyway, the Bears, are they staying at Soldier Field or are they going? What are you talking about? Of course they are. Uh, I heard that they're leaving Soldier Field. Why? I, heard you, I guess you don't keep up with your own team, huh? I, I well, do. I heard What's they're the going to Memphis, actually. No, seriously. Yeah. No. They're oh, look at that. Memphis. You see the look on his face, that, that truth bomb that just exploded? <laughs> no. Nothing. I'm trying. I'm, I'm serious. I'm trying to figure out your joke. Your it's not a here. joke. I'm serious. Uh, they're not going anywhere. Okay. The McCuskies aren't taking up that team the anywhere. McCuskies. Wow. Yeah. Get the That's hell out disgusting. of here. All right. All New York right. football giants. So what's the, the New battle? Jersey football giants. I got, wish they should be. You got Saquon. You know he's going. Yeah. You got Galladay, who I'm really high on. Mark, fairly, but not, not as high. 
I'm so I'm sorry, man. You know what? I got to turn off notifications. You know what? This is we're busy guys. Okay. Can your wife respect? That's not my wife. That's an email. This is freaking amateur hour, guys. Get your shit together. You got a Viagra ad, and we got to Viagra. We got to hear it. Wow, Viagra. Cialis is the way to go, guys. Really? Yeah. I mean, what is this? 1996. Uh, anyway, so the Giants, yeah, you got Barkley, you got Galladay that he's a little iffy on, but I still think they're the the fine. Yeah, they're the first two off the board. You're going to take these oh, guys for sure. I mean, shit, Galladay comes back healthy, man. I'm excited to see what he can do. I there. think that really is the only question. With him. Well, and to you, me, honestly, I like. I, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of Daniel Jones, but yeah. I think he's a really good, he's you know, a competent quarterback. I'm on, on the other side. I love Daniel Jones. So I think you give him a chance. I think well, and and that may be the case, but I think in particular the type of ball he throws, it works well if Galladay's healthy because he can. He he is pretty accurate. He is pretty accurate, especially a, downfield. He's a tall guy throwing to another tall guy. He can get it into a tight window. I think they could have some magic at their health. That's fair. But yeah. we're not talking about Galladay. We're trying to give the, these people know that. Or, well, maybe they don't. But I think everybody knows Galladay, and he'll be attractive to people. So who so we're talking, talking about? about Shepard, who's been there going on five years. Uh, he's the longest tenured guy there. He's been pretty solid, banged up the last few years, like four games a season. Uh, the rookie, Kadarius Tony and Slayton, who's a third-year player, um, who showed a lot of – Upside flashed a bit. Um, I guess I'll start it off since I know the team so well. If I'm going, I'd still. If I want consistency, I'm definitely going to go with Shep. I feel like he's the safest bet as far as production goes, even though he may get hurt. Tony is a complete wild card, um, and Slayton's a guy that you know. Last year I bet big on him, but the offense sputtered. Daniel Jones got hurt, but he still was productive. So I'm just talking in circles here. I'm sorry because it's just it's, a tough it's hard. Yeah, you, I mean you have a bit of an emotional attachment. Yeah, attachment. a little bit. Yeah. But I think Slayton's great for best ball leagues. I think the safest bet is Shepard, though. Shepard had uh, what was it like? How many games in a row with at least six Kleenex. receptions? <clears throat> yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's a consistent, consistent. He's solid. You know what the floor is not floor, super high. That's ceiling. right. Yeah, yeah, he might get lucky and get a touchdown here. There last Reminds year, me of Jarvis Landry, honestly. Yeah, yeah, but I think uh, he gets a little bit less action than Jarvis, probably. But he's going to normally come up with six receptions, 50, 70 yards. Yeah. Every once in a while, get a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, Mark, how about you? So it, when I'm looking at this group of guys right here, first of all, you're. Not happy looking at this group of guys. No, no, and and that's I, surprising because he usually is happy looking um, at a group of guys <laughs> for whatever reason. I, you know, not there's anything wrong with and not well. the not the slight the Giants because, like I said, I do like Daniel Jones. I do like a healthy Kenny Galladay. I would like Daniel I'm high Jones on Barkley. a lot more if it wasn't on Phil's team. I feel like yeah. I have to like him less because of that because he's always <clears throat> talking crap about the Browns. I don't talk crap about the Browns. Kind of. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Not really. But, all right, so if I'm looking at this group of guys, my mind immediately goes to best ball, right? That's mm-hmm. where I'm targeting these guys is in best ball. And I, I will say that up until the NFL draft, one of, my, one of the guys that I was getting in the very last rounds was Darius Slayton, and yeah. I was yeah. eating it up. I'm like, oh, my God, how can nobody see the fact that this guy is going to be a wide receiver three behind the explosive Kenny Galladay, behind Shep, who's been there forever, yeah. and Slayton's going to get one-on-one matchups that he's just going to tear up. 
I was eating it up. Then the NFL draft comes along, and here comes Kadarius Tony. You don't take a playmaker of that magnitude with the 20th overall selection without intentions on getting the ball in his hands. So all of a sudden, you know, that, that, that popped my Slayton balloon, and then I started working Tony in here and there. Wow. Where did you keep your Slayton balloon? My, I don't know what that is, but it's a it's a scary sounding. And did you? Slayton. Yeah. Is it I in was, your bedroom? I was high on him. I was it, holding the string. I was high on Slayton, and someone popped my balloon. Then he worked it, Tony in. Is it in your end table nightstand at your bed while your wife's got her noise canceling? I don't know where this is going. What I do don't do? know either. It just sounds weird. What do you weird. do? With I'm, I'm your waiting to hear Slayton the Slayton balloon <laughs> pops. I pop it. Well, then he works Tony in. Yeah. So then I'm blowing Tony's balloon up. Yeah. Okay. So, so I'll let you finish your statement. Let's put our Slayton balloon to the side. Yes. Let's blow up our Tony balloon. Yeah. So who you who you who you going with? So all right, I'm not a fan of Ingram. Yeah. Right. I think there's a reason why they bring in Kyle Rudolph, and I think it's because of Ingram's questionable hands, especially around the goal line. Right. Yes. Yep. So I'm not high on Ingram. Will I take him as my tight end two, tight end three? Yeah, maybe. But out of these guys, I'm now going Kadarius Tony strictly in best ball leagues because I think the upside is there where he could end up putting up some like real scorcher games. Where right. they're where they're game planning around Tony. They're like, let's just get him the ball four or five times and see what can happen. And that's gonna best break ball. Him. We're saying who's the third guy on the Giants that's fantasy relevant to you? Oh, I don't give a shit. I'm just saying right, in so, best right, ball. We're playing I mean, we're doing a show here. <laughs> Canarius Tony for that reason, right? Because so we're, we're saying, relating it to fantasy football. So, I mean, I, I I'm would saying say... Take best ball out because, yeah, that's a fact. I mean, I mentioned it because people play, but we're just talking about a straight redraft league. I think who's your third, who's the guy that you could slide in your flex? <laughs> if you, I mean, if you're saying that you would take Tony, how, how can you shake your head and not be able to take one of these other guys? Uh, Tony's the one that hasn't played it down yet. No, but he, but he's in best ball. He's going to provide you the biggest upside. Because I don't know, I don't know that if that's true. No, let me let me end this for risk for risk because if they're going to get him the ball, you know they're getting him the ball to try to be explosive. So in a best ball, you can't go wrong there. He scores zero, you yeah. don't give a shit because he's your wide I know, receiver. But that's six. not what we're talking about, Mark. Dude, I'm relating to what you just but I, said, but I think it is like relevant because I think what I think Mark it's is relevant too, but. Here's the thing. If I'm, if I'm getting Slayton, if I'm getting Shepard, mm. I'm not excited about either one of them. No. I'm going Tony for pure upside. Yeah. SEC receiver, right? 70 receptions, 1,000 yards, 10 touchdowns, 6'1", 195 pounds, 4'3 speed. Mm -hmm. And it's a different kind of route running that he did than Slayton. Slayton is 6'1", 190, mm -hmm. quick. They're, they're similar receivers, except Slayton is a pure forward, straight. He cuts okay, yeah, yeah. but he yeah. does not cut like Tony. Tony No, he's definitely an, a downfield receiver. Yeah, Tony's an interesting receiver because I think he can get volume in the slot and make something happen and can also line up outside, and he's proven he can beat SEC speed. I don't know that well, he's going to be playing against better players in the NFC. Teams are going to have to respect his his yeah, talent level, honestly, because he's either going to he can he can flat out burn you, yeah. or he can stick his foot in the ground, come back, take a wide receiver screen, pick up some blocking, and get downfield. Tony, that's is why higher, he's intriguing to me. Tony is higher to me than many rookie wide receivers. Like I would t honestly, right now. He's my third wide receiver, rookie wide receiver off the board. Behind Jamar Chase. And behind Devontae Smith, who We're, I'm a big believer in for volume. So you like him better than Jalen Waddle? 
Yes, and we'll talk about Waddle in the, the next, next episode. Yeah. But uh, yes, yes, I think Tony might just be a special receiver. I the think only the only retort, saw something. Only retort I have to that, and I agree with you a lot of that. It's just the same thing that we talked about when we reacted to the draft. <clears throat> Where is he going to play? You have basically your one and two. For him to have consistent playing time. It's going to be he's gadget be plays, Slatton or he has or to he's beat, beat Shepard. He's yeah. got to be one of those guys. I think she, he's not beating Shepard. I don't think he is. Maybe they transition because Shep's on the end of a contract. We don't know. I'll just say for Slayton, two years, 100 receptions, 11 touchdowns. That's not bad, especially when you missed your quarterback for half of your second year. I don't know. That It's more of a toss-up for me. And if I'm playing this the way I played every other one, to me it would be safer to go with either of the other guys. And wait to see how Tony works out. Here's what I think. I think, unfortunately, and I don't think this is fair, and I don't think it's earned, but I think Shepard is going to take a back seat. I think they're going to use Slayton as their outside guy. Galladay is going to be another guy that can stretch but can also go over the middle. I think they're going to put Tony in that slot, and I think he's going to excel yeah. because I, I think he's going to get volume, and I think he's got those you know, uh, video game cuts like he uh, he's a he he's looks, a joystick yeah, yeah. so I, I think it's just it's nothing against shepherd they just are not going to be able to justify putting him on the field when he's leaving you know, next year anyway. yeah that makes honestly sense. slayton and shepherd man they're just a product of some misfortune uh, yes. you bring in galladay so obviously galladay is instantly your read one right yeah, yeah. he's your read one you then you bring in a playmaker from the sec with yeah. you know tangible skills like that yeah. If you're Slayton and Shepard, you're like shit, man. Yeah. Where you know where one am I of them is in? one of them is the odd man out, and yeah. it's probably Shepard. Yeah, right. I mean you have to because Slayton's only 24. Yeah, the, the book isn't written, and you owe it to him to throw him out there wide and see what he can do. Well, Slayton still, I think, is more of a a threat downfield. I mean, Shepard is Sean Jackson to me. He, he's, he's a, a similar bit, receiver. He's, he's bigger. I'd say he's a little less explosive. Yeah, and a little more reliable. See, and I think they kind of get him the ball like Tampa gets Mike Evans the ball, right? They kind of throw it up to him. They're like, Mike, just run down. Yeah, he, he's definitely a high pointer. He uh, makes yeah. catches and try. Anyway, we're going on way too long about the Giants. So, yeah, I think we're kind of all split on that. Uh, hopefully, I think starting a conversation at all about the Giants was going too long. Be the same thing with the Bears, right? Yeah, there's playmakers in Chicago. Okay. All right. So, can I sign us off, please? Jesus, this guy. He can't talk even when the, the outro music's on. <laughs> so you can find us on Instagram, find us on YouTube, um, Ultimate Fantasy Locker Room. We're also on Facebook, and we are on TikTok. Yeah, like we got to get back on our, our TikTok videos. Yeah. We haven't done any in a while. Like and subscribe us. Yes. Like and subscribe. We're Please growing. Do. Yeah, we're liking it. You know, keep watching it. Comment under the videos. That'd be great. We're exploding. We're exploding. Um, yeah, we love you guys. Thanks for coming out. Nice. Thank you. See you later.